Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, and then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012. It's now the 27th day of July, 2016. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from the Sully Baseball Studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager Bob Melvin and Los Angeles Dodgers outfielder Jock Peterson. You know, I, I really, really wanted today to just be a fun day on the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast. I really, really didn't want to focus on the dreaded off-the-field issues that sometimes... Well, to use a horrific pun, at least in terms of the context of this podcast, tends to sully the game from time to time. Not the way that I do, but the way that reality kicks in and it sucks. But, do you know what? There's some things that go on, there's some things that are written, there's some things that are said that just piss me off. And I don't mean pissed off like looking at, oh, the Red Sox, they scored eight runs in a game and lost. God, look at that. What a disaster. You know, that's that's getting mad at something that's like, okay, all right, that's that's baseball mad. That's getting mad at a game. That's getting mad at a result. But then there's real mad. Mad at things that people do, but... In some ways, mad at, I hate to say it, but mad at our society. Mad at our values. Mad at what we see as important and not important. And yeah, I'm going to talk about this topic because it gets me mad. I'm talking again about how sports and the way people cover sports completely belittle and poo-poo and don't give a damn about domestic violence. We don't. And I say we as a collective we. I'd like to think I do. And I'd like to think that I've said a few things on this podcast and I've had some people write to me angrily about what I say on this podcast, saying to stick to baseball and don't be so high and mighty, or you must be a, a, like a Phillies fan or something, or you just hate the Mets, or you just hate the Yankees, or now you just hate the Cubs. No. No. This isn't about team. This isn't about who I root for. This isn't about who I want to win. This is about being better. Being better as a human being and understanding that there's a difference between making a mistake in your life and committing a violent crime. I don't understand why that is a difficult concept for people to figure out. But there are knuckleheads out there. There are idiots out there. And there are people whose, well perspective on life and perspective on what's important in the world seems to be all screwed up. I talked the other day and I made 
a joke on Twitter that I'm now rooting for the Billy Goat curse to go on for one more year after the Aroldis Chapman trade. I have no interest in seeing a Cubs World Championship this year. None. Zero. Zilch. I just threw something out. And you know what I just threw out? Any possibility that I will smile or feel happy for the Cubs if they win the World Series this year. Especially if the person jumping up and down on the mound will be a Aroldis Chapman. I'm done with them. I'm done with people who commit domestic violence. As I said, there are crimes and there are things in life that are forgivable, that you can ask for forgiveness, and there are things in life that are not forgivable because the effects of them are permanent. I couldn't give two craps how many times Aroldis Chapman apologizes. I don't care. I don't care if he goes into counseling. I don't care if he's turned over a new leaf. I don't care if his girlfriend says, no, we're cool, we're cool, we're cool. No, I don't care. Because first of all, go to Paladin, uh, uh, the Paladin service where they talk about uh, domestic abuse and people who have been stalked and, and the people who have sought help for domestic violence. Go talk to people who have gone through this, they almost always either blame themselves or say, no, everything's fine, everything's fine, everything's fine, because they are scared. And like steroid use, it's not something that someone tends to do once. It's something that tends to be a cycle. So when I hear that someone did this once, I think of the same way as I hear Andy Pettit did steroids once. But here's the difference. Steroids is something you do to yourself and is a forgivable crime. Very forgivable. It's injecting something to your own body. Not causing violence and fear and intimidation to someone you supposedly love. He allegedly choked her. He allegedly beat her. There's no allegedly that he shot the gun, what, seven, eight times in a garage in the middle of an argument. That's threatening someone with a gun. That's what we know he did. That's what we know And chances are something like that doesn't happen, oh, once. And so when I see him being suspended, yes, it's his right to come back. It's his collectively bargained right to come back. It's his collectively bargained right to come back to baseball. Sure. Doesn't mean I have to like it. Doesn't mean I have to cheer for him. Doesn't mean I have to look at him with any amount of respect. And when the Reds dumped him to the Yankees. Obviously, I wasn't rooting for him with the Yankees because he's a domestic abuser. Same reason I don't root for Jose Reyes. The same reason I didn't root for Brett Myers. 
And now he's gone to the Cubs. So guess what? I'm not going to root for him. I don't want, you know, if he loses, it doesn't suddenly make him, uh, doesn't suddenly settle the score, as it were. I just don't want to be celebrating him. I just don't want us to have people cheer him. And I damn sure don't want Cub fans having pictures from here for all time of the moment they've waited their whole lives for, and it's a role as Chapman with his arms on the mound that is being celebrated. I don't want to celebrate a domestic abuser. It's his right to come back. Fine. Doesn't mean I want to celebrate him. Doesn't mean I want the mentality of the achievements on the field making up for what he does off the field. Violent crimes cannot be wiped out by someone's performance on a pitcher's mound. And then, I made these points earlier, but evidently they need to be brought up over and over and over again. Doesn't seem that hard to understand. But alas, this was a pretty crap day for a role as Chapman. As he, you know, he said that, um, you know, what was it he said that uh, uh, he wasn't, when he was acquired by the Cubs, that apparently they had, uh, the, you know, the Cubs tried to sweep, you know, Theo Epstein and Joe Madden and the Cubs organization tried to once again sweep domestic violence under the rug once again, doesn't matter if women are abused or anything. The only thing that matters is winning. That's the message. And, you know, they tried to did this half-assed, oh, we talked to him about his off the field, and he knows he has to, he has to behave in a certain way. And so uh, today Chapman said he had no uh, recollection of any conversation with Theo and Ricketts, the owner of the Cubs, and of any off-the-field expectations, and he was woken up from a nap, he didn't remember the talk. You know, this doesn't make me feel good. You know, because if someone says, hey, if I did something really terrible, really, really terrible, and someone says to me, hey, and I've been trying to, and trying my best to move on from that terrible thing, if someone came up to me, Sully, you did such and such talk about how you know, it's important for you to act really well and not do that terrible thing. Uh, do you want, at that point, you just say, yeah, I'm sure we've had that talk. So do you want, it's a private conversation. You don't go and say, I don't remember it. Yeah, do you want, remember it. Make a mental note. Then maybe you're not supposed to behave in a way you're firing guns to threaten your girlfriend. Make it, write that on the back of your hand. And then... This always pisses me off. You know, there's some people get mad when their friends post something on Facebook that doesn't fit with their political beliefs. God knows that's happening on the left and the right this year. This has just just been, let's just say Facebook's not been the most fun place to check out. But then you go to the sports and some of the writers that you like to read And alas, Bob Nightingale, a writer who I thought was 
better than this. And alas, I used to follow, I won't follow anymore. You know, hundreds, you know, hundred and forty some odd thousand followers on Twitter, and he writes this bile-filled, disgusting article, which is not worth linking. I don't want this guy getting any links for this horrible article he wrote. But it basically said the headline, Cubs don't deserve heat for a Roldis Chapman deal. I'm not going to blame Bob Nightingale for the headlines. Writers don't write headlines. But do you know what? He either wrote this or this just litany of yak vomit was approved by his editor, which said, you know, of course it quoted him, um, you know, everything is fine with my family. My girlfriend Chapman said through his interpreter, really? Uh, that's not up to you to decide. We all make mistakes. Sorry, violent crime's not a mistake. You did a violent crime. I feel I'm a better person now. That's not up to you. Feeling doesn't mean piddly poo. It's not up to you. I just want to play the game now. Oh, well, that's nice. Oh, you just want to do this now. You just want to move on from it now. Well, thank well, la di la di da. But that's not what I'm look at. We all know Chapman, anyone who's capable of doing that. I'm just going to wave my hand. But the article by Nightingale goes on about how this is basically a non-issue. He says no one's going to excuse Chapman for that evening, and then goes on to excuse Chapman for that evening. Should society shun him? Of course! Should he be forever punished? Nothing that's irrelevant. His girlfriend is forever punished. And once again, someone like Bob Nightingale, a writer who I thought was smart, doesn't get it. There might be a segment of Cub fans sick that their team acquired him. But how many of these fans would absolutely live it if the Nationals ended up the season with Chapman on the mound for the final out? Once again, someone pointing out that success on the field trumps violence against women. Something that Joe Madden said, I know there are times I've been less than perfect. Have you shot a gun to threaten your, your wife, Joe Madden? I want to go, I want to get to know Aroldis. He's got the potential to throw the last out of the World Series, and if he does, I promise you, I will embrace him. So will the rest of Chicago. And that's why domestic violence is going to continue. Because of Joe Madden, because of Bob Nightingale, because the mentality that if you win, it doesn't matter what you do. If you win, that makes up for it. And do you know what? It doesn't. It doesn't. Oh, a Rhodes chap is being punished. Where? Well, do you know what? This is going to be one of those articles. A generation or two generations from now, when hopefully we've moved on, and the Bob Nightingales of the world basically are looked upon as someone you kind of shake your head and go, what the hell was that guy's problem? 
He wants to include his name in sociological reports about how we used to be so dismissive of domestic violence. I'm sorry, writing the sentence, what is the, what is the, uh, what is the sentence that he says? Uh, no one's going to excuse Chapman for that evening. Doesn't suddenly give you a magical force field for us to say, well, he said that sentence, so he must not have excused him. He did. So did Madden. And this is a huge problem. Why, and, and this is a huge problem when you consider someone who has been abused. This is a huge problem when you consider, oh, here are the ramifications for you committing these violent crimes. Take a couple of months off, come back, and be celebrated. Everyone's fine with it. Supposedly smart people are fine with it. I would hope that a Cub fan would not want this sort of, well, this sort of person being the person to deliver the moment you've wanted your whole life for. This is not the same as a PED user. This is not the same as a drug addict. Do you want, this isn't even the same as a bigot. As terrible as bigotry and racism and everything is, that is something that is, we don't know what's in people's minds. We don't. We can't read what's in people's minds. But when you commit a violent crime against someone, do you know what? And that crime will always be felt, do you what? Longer than the suspension. I mean, some of this crap that Bob Nightingale wrote is so, I mean, I hate giving him this many plugs, but I'm plugging him, basically calling him out. And um, what was the one, there was the thing that he wrote that was just, just really just rotten. Oh, here it goes. Nine, he was talking about Chapman. He said, oh, and nine months later, there's not been another reported incident involving him. Wow, nine months without firing a gun to threaten his girlfriend. Wow, I mean, geez, that's, that's a Cal Ripken-like streak. Yeah, I'm going to talk about this. If you have a problem with it, tell me where I'm wrong. Tell me where I'm wrong on this, if you have any issue with it. Seriously. I've had a few people take issues with this, and so, write out, demonstrate, use facts, and explain how I'm wrong for taking this stance. Where I'm wrong in saying, yeah, I've lost a lot of respect for the Cubs. I've lost a lot of respect for Joe Madden and Theo Epstein. And the reason I'm rooting against the Cubs this year hard is not because I feel that a Cubs loss would be an appropriate punishment for a role as Chapman, but because I don't want to celebrate a role as Chapman. 
I'd like to see a Cubs championship because I'm a human being with empathy. And I'm also someone who experienced the joy of a World Series title that I waited, I thought I'd never see in my lifetime with the Red Sox in 2004. They had steroid users. Hit yourself with a ski right now. Seriously. Ski in your face. But I don't want to be in a situation where I'm looking at people celebrating him. He has a right to earn his living. He's did the collectively bargain for punishment. But I don't have to like it. And I don't have to cheer for it. And I don't have to think that, well, a collectively bargain for punishment somehow makes up for a really, really depressing societal issue. It's a lot of anti-woman stuff out there, and it's sickening. And I probably have been guilty of it in the past, and I'm probably still guilty of doing some of it where I don't even realize it. I was listening to the great Laurie Kilmartin, who's an amazing stand-up comic who has one of the funniest uh, podcasts on the planet Earth, which is called uh, The Jackie and Laurie Show. She and Jackie Cation are the hosts of it. And she said a great point, because they talk about being comics, they talk about the comics life, and they talk about it from a woman's perspective, and it's a hilarious podcast. And she said something that people feel awkward saying racist jokes on stage if they see someone is of the race they're making fun of. But people don't feel that same shame doing a misogynistic joke on stage if they know there are women in the crowd. That kind of shows you a little bit, if, if you are a, I, I have no idea what it's like to be a woman in this country, I never will. I'll never understand what it will feel like when there's like a, a Ghostbusters movie with women in it, or a Wonder Woman trailer, or a Star Wars movie where the main character is a woman, and all of a sudden there being nothing but just bile and anger from some people's reaction to it. I, I'll never understand what that feels like. I will never understand, you know, I, I maybe understand intellectually, I'll never understand what that's like emotionally. And I'll never understand what it really feels like to know that women could be beaten, threatened, and have people, you know, their, their boyfriends threaten them by firing guns in the air, and have smart people Brush it aside, saying, well, as long as he throws 100 miles an hour and gets outs, everything's going to be okay. I'll never know what that feels like as a man, how threatening that must feel, how depressing that must feel. But one thing I can do is say, I'm not okay with it. You're not going to find a bigger baseball fan than me. No, 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 not even him. No, no, not her. Whatever fan you're about to say, I'm a bigger fan. And if you say your friend is a bigger fan than me, I'll say, really? How many consecutive days have they done a baseball podcast? Then I'll raise my middle finger at you and say, you're talking to Sully. Sit down. This is bigger than baseball. And if you don't think it is, and if you think there's any redemption that comes about 
from Aroldis Chapman clinching a championship for the Cubs? Or you say, ah, who cares? All I want is that Cubs championship. I'm glad it's, it's with the Cubs and not the Nationals. Congratulations. You're a sociopath. Plain and simple. Go to MLBReports.com to check out the latest listings of who owns baseball. Go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, Revan, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. Giving a gigantic and deserved middle finger to Bob Nightingale and to anyone else who absolutely tries to sweep domestic violence under the rug. This has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast for the 27th day of July, 2016. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.